when you're thinking of these coaching programs, you don't have to change it, like everything. If you can change your life by one degree, one, per, one small percentage, you could change a whole direct trajectory of generations to come. What's up, folks? Hey, it's me. That voice you just heard is Carla White. You might recognize her. She was on some of my earlier episodes, and I wanted to bring her back because she's an expert at high-ticket coaching. And if any of you are looking at coaching others, helping others be successful, and getting paid to do it, this is an episode for you. In the episode, we cover things such as mindset, how to get past that imposter syndrome and recognize that you do have something you can share that's of value to other people. She also walks us through the system that you can create, as well as launching a beta coaching program and driving immediate results for your clients. And then lastly, Carla shares with us how she goes about closing her clients. It's the most important part, and she gives that away. And so this is a really great episode. Hope you get a lot out of it. I know that I did. Let's rock. If you're like me, you're an artist and entrepreneur. You've got big ideas, unique skills and services that frankly, no one else can offer the way you do. Yet you're probably still asking yourself these questions. How do you make money yet still have time to create as an artist? How do I run a business if my mind doesn't necessarily think that way? And how can I create a future that isn't dependent on me trading my time for money? Those are the questions we ask ourselves, and this podcast will answer them. My name is Nathan Freitas, and this is the Creative Entrepreneur Blueprint. Follow me as I demystify running a profitable creative business and empower thousands of other creative entrepreneurs like you to make money doing what they're meant to do and impact the world in the process. Let's rock. What's up, folks? Nathan Freight is here. Happy morning, happy day to you. I've got Carla White here on my Zoom meeting, and we're going to get down into some business. But um, before I enter, or let you talk, Carla, let me introduce you real quick. Um, if you recall, I had Carla on the podcast earlier this year, and we talked a lot about her, her growth and, and kind of where she's gotten to this place of just consistent gratitude, which I loved. But as we wrapped up that episode, um, I, I asked you, I said, hey, can I have you back on and talk a little bit more about the business side of what you do? And you said yes. And so that's what we're here today to talk about. Um, just by way of introduction, um, Carla is a success coach, massive, massively successful success coach. Um, she's the author of a book called Idea to iPhone. She is the first woman to ever publish an app on the App Store for iPhone. And recently, as of two weeks ago, launched a podcast called The Radical Shift. Um, so if you can't tell, Carla is a badass. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Hey, Nathan. Good to be back. <laughs> I'm so excited. So this is going to be fun because we talked a little bit very briefly about what I wanted to cover. And at the end of the day, it's about business. It's about making money. That's what I want this episode to be focused on. Um, but it's and just to frame it up for folks listening, how many of you take for granted the information that lives in your brain? Yeah. That could be five years of experience. It could be you know, 20 years of experience, mm -hmm. but I, you all should be raising your hand because I fall into this category. Carla, you mentioned you fall in this bucket. Oh man. 
right? Live there for way too long. <laughs> right. And, and, and to, to, to even further like, clarify what I mean by this is a lot of us are giving guidance, whether it's career guidance, photography guidance, you know, whatever you do, you're giving guidance to a friend about how you do what you do. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might not realize it, but you're doing it, whether it's uh, over coffee, over the phone, et cetera. Um, and there's an opportunity here to turn that into, it could be a side hustle, it could be a full-time business. Um, and that's what Carla's doing um, with her knowledge, with all of this experience that she has. So um, that's a lot of me talking. We're gonna we're gonna transition to you. I I want to let's just kind of let's jump in and talk about how it began. So you've got all of this experience, idea to iPhone. You launched the app. We talked about that in the last podcast. But at what point did you say, "Hey, I want to start paying for my coaching"? Yeah. So. I was under this idea that you got paid per hour for most of my career. So even when I launched my own uh, boutique agency, creating apps for other people, it was all based on how many hours would this take and how much do we charge per hour and what would every additional hour cost? You know, mm-hmm. you and I both work for Microsoft. I was a consultant with Microsoft. I got really good at estimating projects and how much would a project cost. Right. And so it was based on that. That's how I based all my prices. And at the end of the day, I was working really hard to make ends meet. And it seemed like the only people really making a profit were my developers and designers. And I wasn't really making much per hour. I just, because the advice, the guidance that I would give out with this wasn't getting paid for. So I was creating an app and then I would educate them on the whole business of marketing, of strategy, all that, because I wanted my clients to have huge success. Mm-hmm. And then I joined some coaching programs and I learned about high ticket sales. Um, although those were high ticket and other careers I've had, like within Microsoft, the Pentagon, other agencies, I was selling deals, you know, for $250,000 easily. Um, but those were again, dollar per hour deals. And what I started to focus on was results. What sort of results are you going to get? And then what is the price going to be based on that result that you're going to get? So for example, I am coaching a woman. She has an amazing story uh, about uh, her marriage. She was married for good 20 some years and her husband turned out to uh, be... um, a pedophile and grooming young women on the internet and is now in federal prison. And when she and I were friends, we went to the same yoga studio together and we were catching up and she wanted me to do a workshop at her new yoga studio. That's how we started talking again. And I said, okay, you posted a picture of you with somebody else on the internet and not your husband, what happened to your marriage? And that's when she told me about everything that happened. Mm. And I said, this is your story. And she's, and I said, you have, a message here that other women who are in your situation need to hear because she went through a lot of trauma and she figured out ways to deal with that trauma. Hence why she has a yoga studio now. So now what I'm doing is I'm coaching her on getting that story out of her marketing it because having a book out on the shelves is only so good. 
you mm -hmm. have to have people be able to find it. So how do you help people find it? And how, where do you take them once they get that book? And that's what I'm helping her with. So the idea is that she will make so much money by after one year. And part of that is she's investing in me for a learning curve that will shorten processes, connections, and um, everything sort of, not everything done for you. She's gonna figure out how to do things herself, but in the community support mindset, a lot of it's mindset because when she came to me, she said, I only want my fair share. And I said, you're not gonna get anything if that's your mindset. Hmm. You need to understand that there's an unlimited amount and there's nothing like my fair share or their fair share. There's as much as you want. Yeah. For example, uh, with just money out there, um, all the dollars, pesos, euros, all those physical coins that are sitting around in dollars and hundreds of dollars of bills only represent 4% of the wealth in the world. So when you think about how much money is in this planet and you only want your fair share and you're thinking like maybe 100,000, you're thinking really small. There's a lot of money out there. I just did a podcast about working for a $3.5 billion Pentagon program and how hard it was to spend that much money. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of money out there. And most of what is hindering you, what hindered me, is the thought that how can I charge somebody $20,000, $30,000 this coaching program? or consultancy program, however you want to label it. How can I charge that? And you look at the results that you're going to give them. So, okay. So, and you, you mentioned a phrase and that, and I think you just answered that. Um, or as you were going into that example, you mentioned high ticket, yeah. high ticket sell, you know, coaching programs. Um, how, how do you define a high ticket coaching program? Yeah. So I consider it doesn't have to be a lot of stuff in a program. It's quick results. So if you can help somebody get something in a very short period of time, whatever it is, if you can, maybe they need 10 clients and you can help them get that in one week. To me, that's high ticket. But a lot of people think it has to be for a whole year or three months. I focus on what is the result we're getting for you and how long will that take, take us? If it takes me half that, then perfect. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you then figure out how much to charge for that? I, I get the mindset mm -hmm. aspect, but there's also the business side of this. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta... Yeah. So I look at a few things like how much did I pay to learn this? Like mm -hmm. just my closing sales scripts has cost me upwards of twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 just to figure that out. Uh, the trainings, the masterminds, um, the coaching I receive from, like group coaching programs, one-on-one -on -one pro coaching programs. So I invest <laughs> probably about between fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars in myself every mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And so I am going to customize what I learn and what I know for an individual for their results, and they won't have to pay such a high price. So part of it is what did I learn and what am I giving them and how customized is it rather than a whole group and you have to do what everybody's doing and figure mm -hmm. it out yourself. Um, and what sort of result are they going to get in the end? Like if they're going to, your result might be you save their marriage. So 
you're saving them one on, you know, how much a divorce costs, you know, how much it might hurt the children, how much um, going back and forth in therapies and things like that. So if you can save a marriage, actually what you're saving could be for generations to come, how a result of a whole family. So, or if you're lowering blood pressure, you're saving on operations. So what I ask my clients to do when they're trying to figure out their monetary amount, what am I going to charge? What is the cost to their client if they don't go with your program? If they don't choose you in your coaching, what is it going to cost them one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? And And this is a question you're asking them. This is what I have my clients do who are developing their own coaching programs. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. So if you have a coaching program, Nathan, one of the first things I'd ask you to do is what with your clients, if they don't choose you, Mm -hmm. what is it going to cost them otherwise? Mm -hmm. So uh, one of my clients, he helps with lowering, lowering blood pressure. And then we talk about what the operations will cost, what uh, uh, untimely death will cost to the rest of his family. And we actually put a dollar price tag to that. And then when he rolls out his price tag of seven dollars $8,000, that looks like nothing compared to the hundreds of thousands of dollars they'd be looking at if they didn't choose his program. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, I want to rewind for one thing. I want to make sure we don't skip over that. How, how do you choose what you're going to coach on? Mm, Very good. Yeah. So what will give them the quickest results? And I, for me personally, I help women establish their businesses. So a big part of it is just confidence helping them get through that confidence level and getting them the quick, short wins and creating momentum in their business. The other part is shortcutting the process so they don't have to go out and find team members or uh, people to help them out. I've already vetted a whole team. They can have access to them. Um, And the final part is having more access to me when they need it. So, A lot of it, if you are the expert in your field for whatever field it might be, photography or um, teaching kids at home, whatever it may be, people want to have answers quickly. They don't need more stuff. Mm -hmm. They need simpler, quicker. Mm-hmm. And the having access to you to be able to answer questions quickly is super important. So you and I talked about Voxer before we got on this call. One thing I do with all my clients is that I, get, I give them unlimited Voxer support. So just this morning, a woman had an important client meeting at 8.30 in the morning. She Voxers me. I listen to it. Um, I Voxer her back while I'm doing my hair and get my kids ready. And we don't need to schedule a phone call. She's got her answer. She did the meeting. Everything was good. So um, just having those quick, short answers and shorten everything. If you, Because the one thing people can't get more of is time. Mm-hmm. So really what they're hiring you for is to get back their own time. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Because regardless of what you're a specialist in, the 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 fact that you're a specialist in that means that you've spent time to get there. Yeah. And they're not interested in being a specialist in that area, but they're interested in leveraging your knowledge 
Mm-hmm. That's what they're paying for. Okay, that makes sense. Because I'm thinking through this from the lens, um, I'm making this general assumption that if you're, you as in my audience, if they're listening and they're not currently coaching, they're, they're letting that doubt that I don't have enough experience limit them to do that. Oh, I'm, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so what we've talked about here is we've talked about you're good at something, period. Whether you've been doing it for a year, you're good at it. And that means you have a year of experience that someone has zero. They're willing to pay. It might not be $5,000. It might be 500 But um, we talked about, so that's what we've just kind of talked about is what it is we're going to be ta- you know, coaching on, um, the types of ways of coaching. You've talked about sharing information, uh, sharing a network, all the stuff you've learned over the past you know, how many years, and then also that one-on-one connection. Mm-hmm. But I want to take it to this this next level. Is once let's say I've done that, I've 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 set up my topic I'm going to coach on, and I'm you know I'm prepared to support that topic in a variety of ways. How do you though make that transition from? Because you don't you don't have how do you make that transition from first client? Yeah, you're talking about fast results. You don't have any experience getting someone fast results. How do you? How do you right. make, so you no. don't have that success story to yeah, exactly. your pocket. Yeah. You have your own success story though. Right. And that's the one that you leverage. Now, I always recommend my students to start with a beta program. So you're going to start with some people who are going to be volunteers. And now that does not mean they don't have skin in the game. Yeah. They may be only paying like 500 bucks or a thousand dollars. But, and you're going to over deliver because you're going to get those success stories. So when I, when I first started my coaching like this, I was in dire straits. It was last summer and I needed some money for a trip. And so I just sent out an email to my list saying it was titled experiment. And it was a picture of me pointing at them saying, I am looking for five people who are fed up with life and want to turn it around in 30 days. If that's you, just reply to this email. And I didn't say what the program was about. Right. I didn't know. I love that gentleman. I got hundreds of replies. And then I had them jump through a few hoops to get the, you know, the serious from the curious. And then I got on a phone for each one and I closed each one on the phone, which was really good exercise because part of dealing, creating your high ticket program is just listening to your ideal client. You have to listen to what they need. Mm -hmm. Um, There's horror story after horror story in business, like the new Coke. They didn't listen to their customers. Clear Pepsi. They didn't listen to their customers, right? So if you just listen to what people need, some of the best people that listen to me are multimillionaires, not because they really care about Carla. They're thinking about like, Ooh, there's a problem here that I can solve. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly in that mindset. So they zip it and they listen really intently. And um, so you have to ask, you have to ask your clients, so what can I give you? Like, what do you need? One thing that I do every year is uh, during the holidays, I do a couple of things. One is I open up my home to anybody who needs a home, um, which then people understand where I'm coming from, generosity. Uh, There's the law of reciprocity. So if you give something to somebody, it's just natural that they want to give back. Mm -hmm. And so I want to give my whole home to whoever needs it in my community. And as a result, many people in my community give back to me during that time when I ask them for things like, 
hey, what could I help you out with the most? And then I get a lot of, lot of support, a lot of responses from people just within my community of what they believe I can help them out with the most. And sometimes I'll say, I'm picking one person a day and I'm going to help you out. Reply to the thread, how I can help you. And you'll, he- you'll discover what your superpowers are, what people want from you just by putting that out there without the intent to make mm-hmm. money first. Just how can I give? How can I listen? How can I discover how people view me? Now, okay. I, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to skip over that point you just said without the intent of making money, right? Yeah. This is not, and, and I would also, I would, I would challenge folks that are hearing that you also don't want to have the intent of getting something back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I have struggled with that. Um, recently I had given a, away a lot of money, um, to a charity and it felt great doing that. It was really uncomfortable for me. I'd never given that much money away. And it went against all financial logic. <laughs> but I leaned into it. Like, you know what? I just got this prompt from the universe. I'm going to do this. And I did it. And it felt great. And, and yes. I won't even share the details, but it was that money changed. Like it was it went to good use. It was pretty dramatic what, what ended up happening with it. But and I remember like, I, my ego every once in a while would be like, when am I going to get something in return? When, right? When, when is my bank account going to fill back up? And I'm, I'm like, shush, just shush. That's not, that was not the intent. So anyways. Um, yeah, that's a big part. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. You got to give without the, you know, like, what, do you, what am I going to get in return? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the other neat part is you get to hone your skills, your teaching skills. If you just like do a 30 day experiment, I'm just going to give for 30 days. So, um, with mine, I charged 500 bucks. I got everybody on the phone. I listened to what they needed. I had a rough outline of what my program would entail and I over delivered. I truly just over delivered. I sent them packages in the mail. I like called them all one on one throughout the program. How you doing? What do you get? Try, constantly asking for feedback. How can I make this better? How can I make this better? And today, um, there were 10 people in the program. And today, I think all but one are ambassadors for me. They promote my business. And, you know, I, only charged them 500 bucks at the beginning. Right. And now they're like the best advertisement you can get. And then are they still paying you for coaching? No, no, because they're my ambassadors. So part of what I said for them is if you join this program, because it's totally new, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was a terrible salesperson, even at that, like I didn't have a script to sell. I didn't know how to sell. And, um, But I told them if they join this program, anything else that I have after this, I'll give it to you. So. Okay. All right. So I'm tracking. So what I'm hearing right now, correct me if I'm wrong, but (laughs) you had industry experience. Yes. But didn't have any experience coaching anybody. Mm -hmm. Well. Oh, did you? I thought I didn't. Oh, Okay. Right. Do tell. So, so I, I had an app business. Okay. Let's back up. When I was with Microsoft, half of what I did was educate. True. Buyers, right. right. You're coaching them all the time, constantly holding their hand through the process. That was coaching. Um, then I had my own app business. People would want to make an app. 
but I run a hair salon or I run a car business. Oh, I need an app. So I'd help them make an app. Well, you're entering them into a whole new world. And I was coaching them through that. How do you make this app successful? What does it take? Right. And so what I thought in my head, mindset wise, I kept telling myself I wasn't a coach until I looked back. Well, until I was coached myself and I'm like, oh, okay, this is what coaching is. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why I, I, I do coaching slash consultancy because they're kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's that's, holding that's a, somebody through the, by the hand, through the woods. Right. And, and you brought up just another point that is probably a good recommendation. If, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, gosh, you know what? I, I've got a wealth of information. I'm not getting paid for it. If you're not paying someone as a coach, yeah. you probably should so that you understand not only the value you get from it, but what that relationship could or should look like. Um, and then that, that's also a learning experience. So now you know what it's like to pay someone as a coach. You, you got a little bit more of an understanding of how to serve your, your customer, right? Your client. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I'm looking at my whiteboard over here as I'm taking notes. <laughs> you mentioned you had a draft program that you pitched uh, or, or shared with this beta program. Mm -hmm. How did you go about creating what was in that, that program? I know you were, you were listening, so I'm sure you were modifying yeah. it, but you mentioned you had at least a base. So what I did was I took my ideal customer who my list is built through my app, Gratitude Journal. So mm -hmm. a lot of these people who get my app have hit rock bottom ish in some way. Mm. Maybe they, you know, found a lump or their house got repoed or, you know, going through divorce or, you know, something lost their job, a kid, something, some wake up call that, holy crap, I got to get my shit together. And so they then get this app knowing that they had the mindset to change things. Like they, some of it's in their own power. Mm -hmm. So what's the next step after they realize they have this wake up, Hey, I've got some power is double it down, increase it. So what did I do to increase my own self-confidence and power when I went through hardships with running my own business, adopting kids, like changing my lifestyle around and having checked all the boxes, like I got the degrees, I got the good jobs, I got the house, I got the three-car garage, I got the minivan, I got the kids, I got the dog, <laughs> right? Not I checked my every single box. Yes. I'm on the <laughs> boards and the volunteering and all of that, and yet I'm miserable. Oh my gosh. That, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's more people than we'd like to think that fit that description. Yeah. Because 70% of Americans are on at least one prescription drug or more. Eight of the top 10 are for stress-related illnesses. So we're buying more stuff, more stressed. Yep. And all of my best girlfriends here, we were like in the same boat. So what do they need? So I just took and I packaged it up and dripped it out to them and changed their lives around. Like one woman was... Um, she was a nurse for her whole career, constantly giving and constantly stressed. And now what she's going to do is coach nurses. She's going to teach nurses how to meditate. I mean, you'd think they know that, but they don't, you know, like simple things, stress relieving. Yeah. Yeah. Another man, he was on um, 11 prescription drugs. He lost, he went off of all the prescription drugs. He lost 70 pounds and um, sober. Now sober, he was like out of control alcoholic 
when he joined the program. Now yeah. he's totally sober and coaching other people. Um, another woman, she was a lawyer. She was on antidepressants pretty much her whole life and managed to wean off of them. And, you know, her brain lit up like a Christmas tree when that happened. Mm -hmm. And so that was a trying period. But mm -hmm. now she's done being a lawyer. She's launching her, like all of them have started to follow their own dreams after just 30 days. Of going through. Going through program. just some mindset stuff, some simple, but I think it's more than that because the number one killer of old age is an old age. It's isolation and loneliness. Yeah. And so I think it's that community. If you can build that community and really, truly, like, I think for some of them, nobody really cared about them before. Nobody listened to them. Nobody like called them up on a Tuesday and said, Hey, are you doing okay? We missed you on the meeting last night. Where were you? Right. Nobody's doing that. And just having one person do that has shifted their whole trajectory. So it's that 1% rule, like water boils at what? 112, 212, but not at 211, something like that. And you know, like you go one degree higher and then it's boiling. Or you change an airplane one degree um, going from DC over to California and it right. lands in a whole different place. Right, right. So like when you're thinking of these coaching programs, you don't have to change it, like everything. If you can change your life by one degree, one, per one small percentage, you could change a whole direct trajectory of generations to come. Wow. Okay. I'm going to let that one sink in. I'm serious. Let that one sink in. We change it one degree that could change not only their life, but generations to come. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we underestimate what we're capable of doing. Yes, we all do. How do you, yeah. how do you, how do you get through that? I mean, well, uh, you join my 30 day program. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, download the app. <laughs> I'll give you the URL at the end of the show. <laughs> this is my podcast. <laughs> You've got your own. You're going to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's true though, right? I mean, that's, there, there are so many paths, so many paths. So if this resonates with you, Carla is great. I, I have not met someone who's so consistently grateful. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's abundance. Yeah. And so I want to get back to your your question, though, uh -huh. <laughs> in all earnesty. Yeah. Um, the imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. the, you know, how do I, of all people, create a program? Well, number one, pick pick your, your beta group. Give them some results, right? And make sure they have skin in the game, because if they, you're giving it away for free, they aren't going to show up. So make sure they have skin in the game. Create, make it small. So you have, you can see it to the end, 30 days, good enough mm -hmm. and create a smaller program. Let them know that you're going to give it for cheaper. So they, you get their testimonies at the end. That's what you want. And you will do whatever you can to get those testimonies and listen to what they want every week. Just come up with a plan for that week and listen to what they want. Now, I organized it so every Monday we got on a call together and then they heard from me every day of the week and they got little surprises here and there and uh, guest experts came on and things like that. But what was delivered each week was based on the feedback I got from them. So you were basically building it out by week almost. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Building the plane as I was flying it. 
That's just, that's so great. You know, it's such a great example of imperfect actions. Like just this, mm-hmm. this is what works. You this don't way. need a website. I didn't have a website built for this program. Mm-hmm. They just paid me via PayPal. Um, Beautiful. And just posted on Facebook that you are open for business. This is a new program. I'm looking for betas. Who wants to do it? And uh, if you want a script for how to do that, like how to post that, because you have to grab their attention. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that script, Carla? Well, I'll email it to you, Nathan. Okay. Put it in the show notes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I'd love that. That's um, uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. This is perfect. All right. So I'm just kind of recapping what we talked about. Make sure we didn't miss anything. We talked about imposter syndrome, how to get over that, how to choose what you're going to talk about. And again, it, this ties into imposter syndrome. Uh, you could have a year of experience. You could have 20. Either way, you have something to offer someone. Someone has less experience and they're willing to pay for that because you've spent the time, right? The time is the most valuable asset. Um, you talked about how to set up the actual beta program. Should we the, talk about selling it? How to sell it? You, was that, did you ask me? Um, how to sell it? You want to learn how to sell? I'd love to. Yeah. Okay. I'm a seller. Hit me. Yeah. All right. So this is an overview of my script. Um, number one, you, you have to position yourself as the expert before the call. Okay. So you can do this with something called a setter, a friend who contacts them a day in advance. So you book on the calendar. You want them to book on the calendar. You aren't calling them. They need to call you. Mm-hmm. They need to book in your calendar. Um, and a day in advance, if you can get somebody to say, Hey, I'm just making sure you're on, you're going to show up for the call tomorrow. This is what to expect. Oh, and that could take like 30 seconds. We're talking about like playing the role of almost an assistant. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. And that's called okay. the setter. So like if you think about volleyball and somebody sets the shot for you, mm-hmm. you can hit it over the net. Okay. So then on the call, a little bit of small talk. Don't seem overly excited. Act like you really don't care. You don't really need it um, because they'll smell desperation mm-hmm. um, or they'll sense it. Um, and uh, uh, you you outline how the call will go. So I won't go into the whole script, but you can say it something like, we're going to talk about what you need. I'm going to share a little bit of the program that I have and you can ask me whatever questions you need. And then I'll answer and ask you whatever, whatever questions I have. And then mm-hmm. we'll see if it's a good fit. Like it can be that simple, but mm-hmm. you set up that tone of the call. Um, so then you have direction. You're the leader. You're already the leader in that relationship. Right. So what did you, why did you call today? Why did you, why, what interests you about this program? And then let them talk. Yeah. How is it working out for you? What have you tried in the past? And you have to get them to really dig into the pain. Now, this at first was really uncomfortable for me because it seemed a little bit odd. But then I started to realize that a lot of these people never had anybody ask them about this stuff ever mm-hmm. before in their life. They've been able to just kind of ignore it and get on with life, although it's manifesting in different ways. So mm-hmm. it's hurting their life. And so finally, they're having somebody to talk to about it. And there's tears, a lot of tears on these calls. Um, but 
then I turn it around and I say, okay, let's say we're a year from now, we work together and we're sitting in a cafe and we're going over all the results. What would you have had to have seen happen to know that this was a success? Mm -hmm. And that way, you know what their expectations are. Totally. And whether you can meet those. Um, and then they, you, you get into what they want to achieve out mm-hmm. of their life and future pace them. And, and why? The why behind that, right? Yeah, because otherwise they don't even see it. Like they, they, most people don't daydream. It's really right. amazing. Part of what I have my clients do is daydream every single day. And they don't even know how. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So you get I- them to daydream. Because you can't, you can't create anything in this world if you don't think about it first. Okay. Mm -hmm. So whatever future they want, they have to think about it and we get them into that point. And then, um, once we get to the close, I have them, I repeat everything they said Mm -hmm. and that way they know that I heard them. 90% of this is just validating that I know where they're coming from and that I'm listening and then I say, based on everything I heard, I'm 100% sure that we can solve these problems. And usually at that point, they're like, oh, really? Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And how do we do this? What's involved? And they're already asking for the next steps. And I'll give a very high level of what the program is about. Right. Very general. Like you're going to talk to me every day. We're going to get on Zoom calls. You're going to be partner up, partnered up with somebody, and um, and then I ask them, "Is there anything else I should know? Anything else that I I need to know?" And maybe at that point, something straight out of like, "Oh, I'm getting married," or "I'm expecting a kid," or something like I didn't even expect. Yeah, and that's good because you don't want that to come in after the fact right and also you're here like you're able to cover all your bases and at that point i just keep quiet and a lot of times they're like are you still there are you still on the phone yeah 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 i'm here i'm here and i don't say anything what do we do next and you get them to ask for it (laughs) i love it yeah and that's when i say okay well most people like to pay deposit and I'll give them the price. And usually I see the price in advance. So I let them know how much I paid for all this or like how much I've charged other people. But because you've done this program with me, I'm going to remove five grand from the cost or something to that regard. And then um, I do give a fast action bonus. So if they pay everything up front, I give them a discount. Um, And bring them to the close. And then you tell them what to expect next. You have to let them know what to expect next. So you're going to hear from my assistant, or you're going to get an email, you're going to get access to this membership area, and you're going to get a Zoom link, be sure to download Boxer, whatever it is, let them know what's next. And um, congratulate them and congratulate all the people that are going to be rewarded for them making that wide decision. And then hang up. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm just sitting here just in awe of this. What I love most about what you just shared is as, as someone who's been in sales for 15 years, 
you're not selling. When no. people hear that word, they're like, oh, icky, you know, used car salesman, saleswoman. You're not doing that. <laughs> you're asking questions, open-ended mm-hmm. questions. Keyword there, open-ended, that means they, the person cannot answer with a yes or a no. Correct. You're listening to what mm-hmm. their issues are. And you're serving up what you can offer to solve those issues. That's not selling. That's solving people's problems. And mm-hmm. yes, you're charging for that because you can do it and no one yeah. else is doing it the way you, you can. So I think as we, as we wrap this up, which is great, is if you're listening to this and you have information that you can sell, that you can coach people on. And, and Carla's literally just giving you the framework of dealing with the mindset the imposter syndrome, the, the system of actually going about figuring out what you're going to help with and how do you put together a really simple beta program. And then the most important thing is how to actually close by listening and asking open-ended questions. Yeah. Um, this is like by far one of the most detailed conversations I've had. So I'm like candidly, Really, thank you so much. I'm like I'm trying to like pierce through this camera, this <laughs> webcam, so that you can see how. Like, like really, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, well, I'm I'm on the same mission as you. I want to get these artists out there because the more compassionate millionaires we have, yeah, the more we turn this beautiful Mother Earth around, and um, it needs can turning you, around. And- can you imagine what the world would be like with? millionaires with billionaires who are so excited about giving money (laughs) and giving time and energy. Like what a transformation this world would be. Mm, No, it can happen. It's possible. Like, yeah, you know, take one generation, but I'm sure it's possible. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, again, I appreciate your time. Uh, If you wouldn't mind, please do share that script and I'll put that in the call notes for everyone. And then again, what is the best way for people to to find you? Yeah. So I have a new podcast called Radical Shift. You can go to RadicalShiftPodcast.com. And uh, if you want to reach out to me um, at Hey Carla White on Instagram or CarlaWhite.org is my website. Perfect. Thank I'll you, put Nathan. those in the call note as well. No, thank you. You rock. I'm looking forward to, are you, are you going on the cruise? Uh, no. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Hold another conversation, but I, I want to hang out in person here. So um, hopefully we get together. But I am going to Nashville. All right. Give me a ring. <laughs> uh, all right, Carla. Thank you. Yeah. Talk soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Listen, I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can implement in your life or business immediately. But before you go, I've got one ask of you, and that's to please subscribe and rate this podcast. Help me help other creative entrepreneurs like you and I. And here's the deal. When you leave your rating, you'll win a 15-minute free consultative meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating and we'll schedule the time. Thanks again. You rock.